0: Hello, I'm Michael Heyman and you're listening to Changemakers. My guest today is Nana Badu, the social enterprise founder on a mission to empower young people through sports and mentoring. With Badu Sports and the Badu community, he's working with 5,000 Londoners a year and is backed by Nike, the Mayor of London, and the Innovation Centre Plexal at Here East on the Olympic Park. Today's Changemaker story is all about steps in the right direction, new skills to unleash potential, and the motivation to make the most of life. And he has a top tip, which is simply this, that the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Nana, welcome to Changemakers. Let's start with that top tip. Tell us all about the dream. Tell us all about the hustle.
1: Yeah, just thank you very much for having me, first of all, um, on this program, and honored. But yeah, um, it's just just lives and it's lessons and things that you're not told about so um as a child and as a young person you you were told all these ambitions and things that you couldn't dream of becoming and and, and possibly be but no one tells you the difficulties of the journey and, and and the work that's behind it um which could be a stumbling block or a block to every people so i always want to make sure that I remind myself and every person that I come against to say it's 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 fine, it's fantastic to dream. We should do that, but be aware that we have to work for that dream.
0: And what a dream! And what a life! I mean, you arrived in London age ten from Ghana. You set up Baddy Sports in two thousand and eight. You've got a story that we will we will go into. But what an outcome in terms of the organisation that you've created and the thousands of lives that you are. Inspiring through sports and, and mentoring. T- tell us a little bit about um, about the organisation first of all. Um,
1: yeah, so Badu is a sports. Um, it's an organisation that uses sports as a vehicle to educate, empower, but most importantly, it's uplift young people from some of our most challenging and dip- not even deprived, but pushed out communities. I like to use the word pushed out because it's mm. access that they don't have or
0: what they've not been told about. So, and, and bring that to life for us in terms of when you talk about a pushed out community, just, just explain that, sort of bring it, bring it sort of, I, I guess, to, to the listeners in terms of the people that you are meeting and, and the lives that they're leading.
1: So this this these the people that we work with are just normal regular people, but it's just the access, information, support, resources are so diminished and not given to them appropriately that like, as they should be. Um and so therefore their choices or their lived experiences or or their expectations in life are lowered like hugely. Um you almost almost look at the fact that um growing up in um coming to London and growing up in East London, like um, you were always offered um, the, the thing that everyone could, could has to fight for. So football was one of the sports that everyone was given. And knowing that there's one in 20,000 who probably makes it to an academy, while we and, and knowing the variety of, of sports, why are we all offered the one thing that we all have to scrap over? Knowing very well only one of us are going to make that and the rest of us will be back on systems of poverty and struggle and
0: and we'll, we'll we'll move we'll move on to the sport in a minute but i mean your background was a single parent household three siblings um, you spent um, a lot of years away from your parents in in isolation off, often homeless i mean that lived experience for yourself at what point did you realize that you had agency and empowerment to take control of your life and and actually build the building blocks that, that you have gone on to do at, at what point did you start to feel that there was a future that you could build from what on the face of it looked like a very unpromising and difficult set of circumstances
1: um I mean you're right everything in my background or my upbringing or everything in most of the, the young people family that we work with it's almost set to to, to make you fail it's, it's almost set against you to not thrive um you're just in a constant survival mode Really and truly, I got I got personally sick and tired of um, having to work 10 or 15 times harder and still having the doors shut on my face um, and still not being supported, find, people finding lots of different excuses. So every excuse that was given, I tried to find a different way around it. The the thing for me is the consistency and the people that you meet along your journey. So. Trying to understand that the, the, there are different scopes. Football, like, I mean, sports was one of the key things because I met different people from different walks of life. I I I spoke to them and they spoke differently, and and I think that was the start of the turning point. I was like, well, why are you dreaming or not or thinking or thriving for this? And my my thriving mentality is to eat the next day, but you're thinking about building houses and, you know, having holidays and going and having with family. And but my 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 mindset was just how am I gonna to eat tomorrow? Like how is that that how is that fair when we when we're walking and playing in the same team and wearing the same shirt and and you know and and I'm I'm getting the accolade. So that, that was the, the change was just the consistency of seeing people and having people around me who wanted more.
0: I also read that um that sport was where you felt praised, included and valued in terms of an experience. Why why was that?
1: Um we all know, like the system, there are certain biases within the system and how children are treated. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black man, a black boy from um, from Africa, and my my expectations are lowered. Um, sitting still and nicely in the classroom is my, is my sticker point. It's my win point. Whereas in sports, I had to do something. I had to show a skill, and I was praised based on my skill, not my colour, not my... You know, my ability to be nicely and not be a threat is just that I had a skill and I was good at it, and I think that's where sports was that 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 place of belonging. I'm there because I, I earned it. I'm there because I'm valued. I'm there because I'm wanted, and that makes a huge difference in what you wanting to live and make a difference in your life.
0: And, and of course, that 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 idea and that ideal about sports. Um, has been the inspiration for Badu Sports and, and I guess the Badu community in terms of sport as the, as the metaphor and, and, and I guess the, the, the sort of the, the pathway for people to actually feel empowered, feel included and, and feel valued.
1: Absolutely, sports is, is, is such an amazing tool because there is something for everyone and there is an opportunity for you to find out who you are, or what you want to be within that field. There are, there are, it's an instant impact sports is because you turn up and you learn and then you are able to do. And it could be that within a split five. Do you have to be good at sports? Not, no. No.
0: It, it, it works for everyone, does it?
1: It does. It does because you come in and you can be the person that analyzes the game and see things very quickly, or you can be the person that creates and design how we look or how we feel. You could be the inspiration that you know we had um, when we had some of our teams and some of the young people to just turn up and they were the selectors for the music. They knew what type of music will bring the mood into the atmosphere. They all those things are intricate um, for for the person who decided what, what what kit or equipment we needed to have. You don't have to be great at sports or good at sports or be an elite. There are things around that that metric of sport to to inspire everyone. Everyone belongs.
0: Right. I mean, that, that belonging, I guess, is important. But that motivation to act was also drawn, I was reading, from quite an, a negative experience in terms of witnessing um, a crime in Stratford. Tell us a little bit about that in terms of what happened and, and what it inspired you to do.
1: I mean, one of the key things for me is um, is seeing how the media is um, portraying all young people, especially people that look like myself, about what they're doing
0: and why they're doing it. And and how do they portray it, Nana? How do how do you think they portray it?
1: It's always it's always um, of a negative, even without slightly saying it. But you could you can say crime happened this time, and the stats of crime go up, and then lo and behold, there's a black. Group of kids in the background, um, or um, if if someone gets stabbed or killed or so on, you would get doctor whatsoever who comes in prestringly dressed white person, and then you get the black former gang member to talk about their experiences. It's just like like we've got no one within our communities or so on. So it's just the the negative connotations of young people, like they're all standing from a negative point that that is so wrong it's it's a small small few that need that support who have been who are finding that belonging who've been disregarded by society who who, who formed their own belonging but yeah so the incident in um in Stratford was just very apparent to me because I remember I just, I just got injured and and I'm coming off the bus um walking through Stratford the old Stratford station um shopping center and um a group of boys were chasing another boy and I think he must have fell. Um, I got there a little bit late and I think they've stabbed him. Um, and then, uh, like, you know, I had a strap on my leg. I had a, I had my crutches and I'm trying to help him with, with, with the bleeding. And, and another woman was calling the ambulance and police and so on. Then two of the boys came back and they were so remorseful and sorry. And they weren't the ones who actually delivered the blow. But they just thought they were just chasing this person, being lads and didn't know that some one or two one or two people within their group was going to do this but the sheer look on their faces and the horror that has happened it just seemed like they couldn't turn around from then point that point on they were just in and i just they looked they were children and now it's like right someone needs to give them somewhere else to belong why why is that group their only option what what is happening around that
0: Yeah, I mean, and I I was reading that was that, you know, that you were saying that if gangs are where you feel you belong and where you feel included, then there's no accident why gangs will be so popular. So So I guess what you've done is to create community and inclusion in a very different and positive way through sport.
1: It's options. It's option as well. And it's option about seeing yourself in a different light. So we talked about the media and how it portrays what you're meant to look like. So try spending every day of your life not being a criminal or trying not to look like a criminal, trying not to look like a problem. That is mentally breaking. That is like every day. So you're walking around with one ball in your hand and if you drop it, then that's it, you failed. So for us, it's just creating an option and, and giving a different image of what you can be and what you you are really, um, not, not what the media portrays. So creating that within a society, within a community that you come out your front door and you, yes, you see the black boy or the black woman or someone who's going to work and who's doing, you know, who is positive, who's who's not like what you're seeing on TV. It's not true. Like you, you can be any, any and everything that you want to be. You can dream to be that, but it's just let's work through the hustle. Let's, mm. That is so separate. Let's work through what that, that is, what are the skills you have? How do we create that different element of belonging?
0: And, and it would be a mistake for listeners to think that where you're trying to channel people is to sporting outcomes. Because I was looking here that 85% of the young people that go through bad sports go on to university. So actually, you know, that there is a, you know, th- this is about finding pathways in lots of different directions, I, I guess. And I, and I suppose that also brings into um, Start Focus the point that you made about the kind of like the elite nature of football academies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the the, the, the thriving mindset that um, sports is the key vehicle as well, which I think the either media or government or policies makers use as a deterrent to keep all these mass um, people living in poverty, engaged in some sort of way for a little bit of time, um, they also use it, and and, and academies use it as a as a way of giving that opportunity as a, a, a carrot for all of you guys to come in, and you can one day be a Wayne Rooney, or you know change your outcome to Raheem Sterling, and so on. And that's not always the case. So for us, we 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 grabbed hold of that ball, um, and 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 wanted to try and engage and look at all the things around that that you had a skill and give you that empowerment to say, right. We're not all going to make it as footballers and you're going to get rejection. But look at all the other skills and things you adopt. But also, let's find out what you're good at. So if you're coming in going, sir, I've created this new logo and it's going to be great for the team. That's you. That's, that's graphics. That's you going away. And, and, and so let's look at, let's explore that. And what within the university, what other jobs that applies to these things? Um, for us, we had to go with sports and sports was easy to kind of get involved in within schools because here's a black man coming in saying he's going to do sports and schools are happy to open the door to us to help with behavior engagement. But our engagement is that. Through that sports,
0: is it all? Is it all sports, or, or is it just football, or what? What? Where? where do
1: you... uh, no, it's all sports. It's um, we have to. We like from gymnastics to swimming. Teachers to just because every child, if you've got a child, thirty kids in the class, um, like you said, not everyone is going to feel like they belong in this particular sports or feel like they're good enough. So you have to have the variety of multi sports and and teach differently. So we teach PE and we use all the aspects of PE to kind of find something for you. That you feel like in that moment of like, oh my gosh, I did that. This was amazing mm-hmm. for me. Um, it's um it's just it's just that where we want to hold on to as that building block. And it's always going, remember when you did this, remember when you
0: did that. Now you've said in the past when you're bored, you go looking for trouble. Um, this has been a year where we've faced lockdown, we've faced the COVID-19 virus. Um how bored are young people um, have they been and, and how much trouble has there been as a result of that? And and how has that been, I guess, for your organization, where movement and connection becomes that much more difficult?
1: Um it it is true. Like, if you don't have any other options, then like any, any 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 person, not even just young people, just any person, if you are bored, you are looking for the next thing that, I mean, I think we call it midlife crisis when we get to our, a certain age and so on. So for young people very much, it's looking at, it's been difficult during COVID. Um, there was no information or no real access and opportunity given to them. Um, the, the, the particularly the teenagers, like people seem to forget when we talk about children and young people, we always engage very much on the very youngest one. My biggest concern during COVID was very much the teenagers who, a lot of them look after themselves um, because their parents are trying their hardest to try and like you know pay the bills and, and carry on and, and survive. Um, and, and, and most often is if you're bored and you're looking out or you're going to play football, and you've got no access there is one guarantee that's out there and are constantly out there looking to have you in their group and it's not always the positive engagement so for for, for us we we needed to be out there we needed to create things and, and provide opportunities for them to engage in other aspects so our mentoring groups was very prominent um our food bank um, aspect was very prominent our, our, our um, mental health lines were very prominent and in, and engaging that many young people in delivery of food and access and support for the community, that was the engagement. That was the thing that made them feel like, "Wow, I, I, I belong. I'm needed. I'm valued. I'm wanted." Mm.
0: I mean, and we mentioned it. I mean, you've got some high-powered supporters in in Plexal here east the Mayor, Nike. I mean, it's it's a great sort of um it's a great back line for you. Has that allowed you to get? I was going to sort of say go and score some goals, but I mean, you know, that would be <laughs> that. Would be, that would be, it, I mean, how has that has that support empowered you to? to make the difference, do you think?
1: I think not. not probably not as directly as, as I would hope, and obviously everyone will always want more because I'm an ambitious uh, person, but they, they have been amazing. I think it's just, for me, it's looking at how they look at the world and what they're thinking next. So for me, thinking way before this, the, the, having all these people looking at me, I, was, I wanted to help an area, a group, now i'm like this can be literally scaled up to the maximum and i think that's what the inspiration of working with the nikes and the like the global magnet and access that they have the understanding of that scaling up, that corporate mindset of making sure we can build as a collective and 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 have bigger better it's what the inspiration is is mostly had for me and i mean it's great to have their name and access and, and, and and that support um and even just being aligned with those those people
0: your ambition i mean it's it's brilliant i mean it's 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 what makes you the entrepreneur in terms of i mean it really comes across interviewing you and reading about you is that the positivity and optimism in terms of actually making a difference i mean i wonder how you view this year this this world where we've seen you know we've seen the black lives matter marches we've seen change i mean some people view this as being reflective of the fact that actually things are just woeful. Some, some people view this as the beginning of a great reset, that actually things are actually in the process of changing. When you look at the world in 2020 that you're living in, giving what you want to achieve, how, how do you see it?
1: Um, I think when I look at the world and what, what we're living in um, currently in 2020 is that people ha- now had no option but to st- stop still and look that was the biggest difference because a lot of people, the the things that are happening now in the marches and so on, these were the direct narratives that brings people from, especially from my community into um, the disregard. So this was an opportunity for the world in 2020, to stop looking away or or changing the channel because you were uncomfortable with the conversation, or changing the the the, the conversation because you had you had no option than to look. And if and that and it, it digged into every single person, whether white, black, or whatsoever, you your human, humanity, that innate thing about humanity, you had to witness a person get wit- get killed live. But you, it wasn't just the person dying; it was the fact that the person that was doing it had a nonchalance, disregard that that was okay, because the world thought it was okay. And, and and this is what 2020 has allowed, I think the reflection and allowing the world to look and start noticing. And it's strange that it's taken this long for people to even be surprised that this is going on, but, it's, um, but for me, I'm, 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 I'm not going to change what has been set out. My whole thing has always been about inclusion and access and equality for all white black whatsoever and and we need to keep pushing
0: that and but i suppose i suppose the question i i would ask you is that how does a positive person view this position right now do, do you view the fact that actually things are getting better and you and and you can see the change you can see the progress or do you see the fact that you know which is equally true i guess that people have short memories that you know, there will be a point where we're in a post-COVID age and, and actually things can go back to the way they were quite quickly. I mean, where, where, where I, I'm just trying to get a sense of where you are on that, on that kind of axis in terms of how you feel about the next chapter um, for us all in terms of is it going to be a better, fairer world um, that we're going to live in?
1: I'm hoping it would be. I'm hoping it would be because um, I feel positive as always and you have to be positive. I think the sheer fact that more people know and are listening, no one can now pretend they didn't know. So I'm positive about the possible aspects of the future. I think things might change. We've just got to keep on the conversation. We've got to keep asking the right question about what people are doing and we've also got to ensure that anyone that's pledging during the movement um, and saying that they want to do it and they want to be allies and so on, we're holding it accountable for it as well. No longer can we just accept that, oh yes, I I, um, I posted something and I wrote a, a fantastic statement from a corporate's point of view. It's, this is now looking at the access and then digging deep into saying, well, if we haven't got inclusion and diversity within our organizations, why not? And, and having those questions, and, well, is it because they're not getting the access to be trained? So let's start from scratch. Let's work with younger people. So that's where, but I'm positive. But I think there's more of that happening um, and I'm hoping that keeps that it.
0: So let's go back back to sport. We've got a we've got a shared um, admiration for someone who was a proven winner, a proven performance expert, Sir Alex Ferguson. Leading is the book that you've recommended um, for your lockdown reading list. I once heard him speak, and he said, I, "I never played for a draw in my life," and that was really at the heart of his philosophy: was that you always had to go for the win. Is that is that how you see him? Is that how you how you see see life?
1: I mean, so yeah. I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan, so let's not say this too loud. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but but um, just you cannot admire, you cannot like disregard greatness, and you cannot disregard someone who quietly went about doing what they needed to do, and used their own lived experiences and their personality to in to almost build something that is of a mindset of just a thriving, winning, fighting mindset um, and to create change. And the biggest thing for me with Sir Alex Ferguson, there was so much about his upbringing, which wasn't the um, silver spoon, higher class element, but it's very much of his fault and and works for everything that he has. And I think that the quote that he says about, you know, you never play for a draw, for me, it sticks really close to me because if you're just on this as a passenger, then you're complicit to the problem. You might as well go go and shoot your shot. Yes, you might miss, but what if you win? What if you actually scored? what then happens, and, and that resonates with me. So, yes, don't turn up for a draw. Like, there's no points.
0: Mm. I, I mean, just, I mean, one of my recent guests was was uh, Matthew Flamini, and and the thing he was saying to me was that actually on the other side of that is that also you've got to turn losing into experience as well, is that, I mean, I suppose as an Arsenal fan, you'll, you'll know a lot <laughs> about that. <So, laughs> yeah, obviously, know, Matthew. <laughs> and anyway, that's, uh, but I mean, uh, although not so much um, uh, recently with with the charity Shield, but um, I suppose the, the question is, is that, you can't win all the time, yet lose all the time. You've got to learn from both, have you?
1: Absolutely. And I think that's that's just it. Like if you go in and you lost, then you learn from what you've lost from and how to improve. If you go in and won, then you also learn from that. Like but if you drew, like what have you gained from that? You've just turned up. That's all. Like you've not and I and I totally agree. And I think the, the new aspect of Arsenal and what's happening, they're just more courageous, more daring. And so what if we lose? We've learned from that and we'll come back next time and, and be better. But Better to go off and actually try and shoot your shot than than worry about missing and and not trying at all.
0: Well, I think we'll we'll take that one as being in the back of the net, and that's a three point interview. uh, If you don't mind me saying, Nana, thank you very much uh, for joining me, Uh, and my thanks go there to Nana Badu, an entrepreneur who is taking the challenges of his childhood and turning them into opportunities for a new generation. And you know what? It's inspired a dream that he can make a difference. And he's turned that into a very vibrant reality in his work with Badu Sports and the Badu community. And for more stories of inspiration from people on a mission, join me next time.